Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. What's up, everybody? It's season four, episode five of the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. And we are excited. We are excited. Yeah, it's a good one. This is a good one. It's our Valentine's Day episode. Special, special. So George is going to talk in a deep voice. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Holding Hands and Throwing Fists. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Gross? Well, it wasn't like deep. Damn! She said it wasn't deep. Try again. <laughs> <laughs> it's because I've been thinking in my head too much. I want to do the NPR voice because I've been listening oh, to freaking God. NPR podcasts. No. Hi, and welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fists podcast. We're here and we want to talk about the art of fighting <laughs> that was that was better was it? <laughs> yeah <laughs> when we um do our bizarro relationship podcast because that would just be really funny i think you should use that voice <laughs> well we should have planned more accordingly and had our bizarro relationship advice coincide with valentino's day i, but I know digress. but that's whack everyone's gonna put something out this weekend what about like Oh, yeah. Well, after Valentine's Day, that's when people really need the advice. <laughs> okay. No more love. <laughs> Speaking of no more love, why don't you recap last weekend's fights? All right. I will start off. Uh, Paige Van Zandt lost in her bare knuckle fighting debut. Kind of a bummer um, because we were rooting for Paige Van Zandt, but... It wasn't a bummer because the girl who beat her had the weirdest post-fight interview. Can you remember what she said? Or maybe you should just add it in. It's going to get interjected right here. pretty sweet <laughs> oh a fucking feeling i love that shit it's so good <laughs> that was well worth watching Paige van zandt lose however i was thinking maybe she would have done better if she was using hayabusa fight gear i mean fighting bare knuckles not advisable you should be wearing hayabusa gloves this weekend i had a spar and mma drilling session with larry Larry, <laughs> I was looking for you. Uh, Larry punched me square in the forehead, and I'm still feeling a little cloudy. But guess what he was wearing? White Hayabusa gloves, just like me. He got his about a year ago, and he loves them. If you're going to get punched in the face by any glove, you're going to want to get punched by a Hayabusa glove. The other day, I went training with my brother and his coach. I brought my Hayabusa backpack, my favorite, my Hayabusa rash guard, and gloves. You know what uh, shin pa- pads I had? Shin pads. <laughs> Not Hayabusa shin pads, and I felt stupid, vulnerable, and ugly. Don't be stupid, vulnerable, and ugly. Wear Hayabusa. P.S. Hayabusa, please send me a pair in white. Hayabusafight.com. Babe, did you check out the Radiant Iridescence gloves? I sure did. They look beautiful. The day I was scrolling through Hayabusa gear after an intense workout, I realized Bud Light Seltzer adds the perfect balance to every day. Add a touch of sophistication to your Valentine's Day this Sunday by picking up Bud Light Platinum Hard Seltzer. We'll be cheersing to you, friends. Thanks for all the love. Oh, yeah. All right. 
Uh, so let's recap last UFC fight night. Yeah, we were so excited about this card. It was a good card. It was a really good card. We were super excited. And I passed out again because I went too hard on the antibiotics. I know. That's like almost sadder. It wasn't even like fun drinking too much. Yeah. I couldn't even have a sip. Probiotics. Antibiotics. <laughs> so uh, Meatball Molly McCann that we talked about last week lost. It was super sad. Uh, but she is far from over, even though she took her gloves off in the ring and everybody thought that, that meant that she was going to retire. But really, it was a tribute to her late father, who she was very close to. So uh, Molly uh, McCann, we can't wait to see you fight again. Michael Johnson lost a decision to Clay Guida. I fell asleep for that entire fight. I missed it. I still need to rewatch it. But uh, I'm a big Clay Guida fan too from back in the day he's in one of my all-time favorite fights mm -hmm. uh but i'm a big michael johnson fan and i'm very sad to hear that he is lost i hope he uh is okay and gets back on the horse uh carlos diego fajara lost a split decision to benil dariush more on that later but it was not a split <laughs> Corey sanhagen knocked out frankie edgar our boy from seaside heights in 28 seconds super sad and is gonna cry about that later and Alexander Volkov TKO'd my hero, Alistair Overeem, two minutes into round two. Uh, amazing after watching literally hours of Overeem's past fights uh, last week because I put it on Fight Pass and it just kept auto uh, scrolling through his Yeah, fights. so awesome to see like baby, baby Reem. Baby Reem. And now see 40-year-old Reem eek not do as well. There was also Uber Reem in between when he was on that testosterone. <laughs> oh, <laughs> So let's look ahead to this week's fight card. Um, it is a pay-per-view fight, so that's sort of a bummer. But I'm going to tell you right now, not just the regular prelims, the early prelims are looking better than the main freaking card. What? what? They're on UFC Fight Pass, though. That's the catch. However, we have um, Jillian Robertson. We love her from Canada fighting Miranda Maverick. You might recall I was rooting for Miranda for her last fight just because her name was Miranda. And then we found out after, one, she kicks ass. Um, but two, along with practicing mixed martial arts, she's going to school for her PhD in industrial organizational psychology. Cool. So this is a tricky one for me to root for. I think I'm going to go with Miranda, though, because I don't really know any Jillians. So that's it. That's, that's it. it. <laughs> also on the early prelims is Brian Boom Kelleher boom, versus boom. Ricky Simone. Bro, show going for Boom. He's from Long Island, you might recall. And this weekend, Ode Osborne got a really great win and people thought he was going to get a bonus. Brian Boom has already beaten him. So our boy Boom needs to move on up in the rankings. Let's do it. Let's go, Let's Boom. Let's do this. Prelims for this week's UFC card start at 8 o'clock on ESPN. You can look out for Bilal Muhammad and the Jim Miller versus Bobby Green fight. Big There's, fan of Bilal Muhammad. You are. Everyone kind of is. He's one of those guys. Yeah. I feel like everyone likes him. Um, the main card is on pay-per-view at 10. We have the welterweight title with Kamaru Usman defending his belt against Gilbert Burns. Oh, yeah. Macy Barber versus Alexa Grasso Boo. is the co I am so confused. What the fuck are they doing up there? Even though you did say in a past Holding Hands and Throwing Fist episode that you will not talk bad about Macy Barber. So that means I'm going to double down on being I said on that? the booze. Yeah, because you said that you're going to uh, stop hating on women. 
Well, didn't I hate so hard last episode on some woman? Ibs. <laughs> Ibs. <laughs> go, go, Macy and Alexa. I don't remember saying that. Uh, Pull up the tape. Kelvin Gastelum versus Ian Heinish is on the card. I'm super excited for that fight. I feel like this is so pivotal in both of their careers. Big time fight. Big if boy fight. Ian Heinish beats Kelvin Gastelum, who at one point had almost beaten Stylebender. This really moves Ian Heinish up. But if Kelvin wins, this kind of puts him back where he needed to be. If Kelvin loses... I'm very worried for his future. And if Ian loses, he can scram out of here. So it's an important fight. Three quick notes. Number one, Kelvin versus uh, Stylebender is one of my favorite fights of all time. That was... It has to be... It has to be one of the top fights of all time. That was crazy. Number two, Kelvin is a cool name. It's like Kevin with a little extra spice, huh? I don't know. It gets me confused because yeah. I feel like it should be Calvin. Or what about And they're Kevlin? like, oh, fucked it up. <laughs> and then uh, number three, Calvin, this is how, this is how much we're in tune with the fight world. It's a little, it's a little much. It's a little much. We probably need to pull back, but we were watching the embedded episode yesterday. Oh boy. Calvin. His coach. Was, yeah. So Calvin was throwing the medicine ball all up in the air, super high, getting his uh, wall balls on. <laughs> and uh, then they showed uh, this girl, and it and it says, Kelvin's strength and conditioning coach slash girlfriend. Interesting. And we were like, Hey! Yeah, I don't know. She might. She might make the difference. Yeah, we'll see. Also on the card, Pedro Munoz versus Jimmy Rivera. George George is excited to see Jimmy Rivera, and I have to add, Bellator. Still doesn't have any fight announced, any card announced. So, uh, you watch all the Super Bowl ads, right? If every you're, one you know, of every them. single one. <laughs> and there was what, like five of the Paramount Network mm-hmm. as a whole deal. Bellator used to have the deal with Paramount, and then it stopped, and then whatever, and blah blah blah. And now they're doing all this stuff. So, uh, I think they might be pausing until they figure out what goes on with the Paramount. Interesting. That's, that's what my business inside Good sources theory. are theory. Shall we move from theories to the top three? Let's do it. It's time for the top three of the week. All right. I want to start it off with uh, my boy, your boy, the whole world's boy, Benil Dariush. Got a big win over the weekend. You know that this podcast is a pro Benil Dariush podcast from the beginning. That's right. He's been on this great run, and it started around the same time as our podcast, so we're forever linked at the hip. This dude <laughs> is a all-time good guy. All-time good guy. Uh, great fighter. Freaking super aggressive and his cardio is insane his wrestling's great his striking's awesome and you warned me that i should have written notes about this and i didn't (laughs) 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 so i'm riffing but we're benil dariush fans he won in what the uh, judges gave him as a split decision which i don't see how you could call it a split decision but whatever we'll talk whatever 
there's no later this is later this is later it shouldn't have been a split decision (laughs) damn it because you know how i feel about split decisions split decisions mean ties (laughs) and he it was not a tie or not a draw yeah he clearly Um, won but it's fine it was split but he still won he still got his post-fight interview where he had important things to say important things to say he's uh ranked like in the top 10 but on the bottom half of it like closer to 10 or whatever or 13 or 13 is that what he was ranked at no way yeah he definitely should be ranked higher and he even said this is how good of a guy he is he said that his opponent that he just beat should be ranked higher mm-hmm. that they both should be ranked higher and i want to ask you who does Benil Dariush fight next? Oh my gosh. That's so fucked up. <laughs> that's Give the oldest the trick in the book. Yeah. Because you didn't do your work. <laughs> I have to freaking know who I want him to fight next. I want him to fight Paul Felder. Boom. Why? I don't does know. That makes sense. <laughs> All right, fine. Um, who did he just fight? <laughs> Carlos Diego Fajera. Okay, and what weight class is he in lightweight so that's it we're saying it first Benil Dariush Conor McGregor (laughs) I want to see it no way also just um because I should put the real fact out there Benil Dariush moved up four spots in the ranking so he's currently number nine so give me Benil Dariush RDA okay that's what I want next. I think they're actually boys because I think I saw that on. Then I definitely want it. Nice. <laughs> All right. Number two in our top three. We have to talk about Mr. No Paper Towels himself, Corey Sandhagen. Boom, boom. Just. That's not his nickname. Damn. Damn. Oh, <laughs> it was hard. So first of all, I didn't realize it until I heard it somewhere else after, but both Corey and Frankie came out to Biggie songs, which I thought was interesting. Um, And they both came out ready. But at 28 seconds of the first round, Corey got Frankie with a flying knee. It was really sad. Potentially knockout of the year. It took Frankie like some time to regain consciousness i try whatever with the like last four fights i tried to wake george up he never woke up george woke up sooner than frankie woke up when i told him what happened damn that was bad i did wake up and i woke up sad it was it was really awful um but frankie came back and we're super happy for Corey. and in the post-fight interview sandhagen said this is a game It doesn't feel good to watch someone crawl up and be all dazed, especially when it's Frankie Edgar, who everyone loves, including myself. Good guy alert. But better him than me. Ooh, (laughs) trickster guy alert. I love that, but it's true. It's like, it's the fight game. You Just like I said with Benil, just because he knows RDA doesn't mean they can't fight. You know how many dumb times in the gym I've been like, ah, I'm going to go easy because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to fucking hurt this dude or just completely dominate someone. And then that's always when I get fucking hurt. Yeah. So stupid, man. Stop. I know. Better, better him than me is not what Jesus said. <laughs> it's not. I swear I read it in the scripture this morning. <laughs> yeah, it might have been. <laughs> so here's what I think will happen next. 
list, uh, I think Piotr Jan and Aljo are set to fight March 6th. That is super soon, which means Corey should be in no rush to book another fight. Um, If Jan wins, I think Sandhagen definitely gets the next title shot. If Aljo wins... Aljo has already beaten Sanhagen. So this is where I think things were going to get tricky. And that usually means the UFC pulls some silly shit trying to make money and they might give the title shot to TJ Dillashaw. Damn. Crystal ball. AB over here. We'll let you know, friends, if that comes to fruition. A um, couple other things that I saw on MMA Twitter from that night. Um, they had a side by side of Frankie and Co- uh, Corey, <laughs> not Cody, <laughs> Corey Matthews. That's exactly who I put in my head to remember. Yeah. <laughs> So they had a side-by-side of them after the fight when Frankie finally woke up when he announced the decision. And it's really, it's like flip-flop because Corey looks like he just got knocked out. And Frankie looks like, yeah, it's all right. pretty happy. (laughs) So that was funny. And um, yeah, I don't want to see TJ fight for a belt. I don't want to see TJ fight ever. He's a cheating piece of shit. Okay, number three in our top three <laughs> is uh, this week's main event on the pay-per-view. Uh, the welterweight belt is on the line, 170 pounds. Is it? No. Yes. Yes. No. Who's the 185 champion then? Stylebender, of course. 170 pound belt between Kamaru, Marty Usman versus <laughs> Gilbert Burns. So, two prior dates had fallen through, originally set to fight July 11th, but Burns got COVID. That's when Masvidal stepped in at the last moment from the uh, couch and lost. (laughs) Uh, The date was set again in December, but Kamaru needed more time. So, now it's happening. Let's go. We need to hype this up. I feel like this fight has not been hyped up. It's for a freaking title. It's yeah, it's it's a big fight, and I I like both fighters a lot. It's yeah. just hard because Marty's a little awkward at times, even though he like works the desk and stuff like that too. So he's a commentator. He's like super well spoken and everything, but people just have a weird feeling about it. him, and he's a champion. I mean, I think the one thing that kind of sucks about his style is he does do a lot of wrestle fucking against the cage, where he just holds you against the wall. Um, but he's. Great. He's, his striking That's is insane. what you could say with Habib. Habib has his one thing that he always goes to. Yeah, but Habib finishes people. Marty does a lot of... Uh, even though Marty finished Colby Covington. I was just going to say, he yeah. broke his jaw. <laughs> Marty, Marty will hold you for five rounds. You All know? right. Tell our friends more about Kamaru so they can get on the Usman train. Okay, so Kamaru's 17-1. and one. His only loss was in 2013 to nobody, and it was only his second fight in his professional career. He has beaten Leon Edwards, Damian Maya, Rafael Dos Anjos, Tyron Woodley to gain the belt, and defended the belt and, uh, against Colby Covington and Jorge Masvidal. So, so he's there. the man. Uh, he is the son of Nigerian immigrants, and he anglicized his name in high school wrestling to Marty, and that's why Ben Askren, <laughs> who is a great internet troll, uh, yeah. called calls him consistently Marty. And Kamaru has gone back and forth on owning it and kind of also being like, "That's not my name, whatever." But I think well, it's, it's cool. like it's not my yeah. name anymore because yeah. yeah. Ben did know him as Marty, yeah. so there's nothing. <laughs> rude about what he's saying other than like he doesn't go by marty anymore but he's fighting gilbert burns 
Brazilian sensation. And oh my God, he's 19 and three. He lost to Dan Hooker, weird, but he beat uh, Oliver. Uh, I can't even pronounce his freaking name. Oliver Aubin Mercier. I cannot speak one lick of French. It's the hardest language for me to mimic. Can all. you tell me what's up with Olivier? <laughs> Olivier Aubin Mercier. <laughs> oh, that was better. And Gunnar Nelson and Damian Maya and Tyron Woodley. Gilbert Burns is a monster. He is a jiu-jitsu uh, black belt world champion. He has uh, recently competed in no-gi ch- um, like quintet and tournament uh, tournaments and all this stuff, and he's beaten the best of the best. He's amazing. But the crazy thing is that these guys are pals. These guys used to be teammates, and they Wild. still are on good terms, basically, but they know that they got to fight, and they just got to. That's just what, what's, what's happening. Two pros going at it. I'm excited. My question to you. Who do we want to win? I don't know. I feel like our answers might differ after listening to you speak about both of them. I am still rooting for Usman. I want him to retain his title. I like him a lot. He is talented. He works fucking hard as hell. The striking's insane. He deserves it. Yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how much I want Gilbert Burns to win, but... I want Marty to win in my heart. Wow. I want Marty to win because I think he's not getting the credit he deserves as champion, and I want to see him do really well. I think Great, I think babe. he's going to win. I really do think he's going to win. I I think Gilbert can finish it on the ground or pull off a crazy submission. It, my my f- favored outcome would be Gilbert Burns winning by an awesome submission because I'm just a fan. Not of a draw. Person. Not a draw. Uh, I mean, championship draws are okay. <laughs> All right. Worth it to follow us on Instagram to find out what happens in that fight for sure. Guys, have fun. Uh, hold the people close to you that you love and give them smooches, smooches for Valentino's Day. And if they piss you off, throw some fists. This episode was brought to you by Patrick Grady. Happy birthday. Hayabusa, Bud Light Seltzer, Manscaped, Promo AF. 